0: Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, it's been another busy week for us, hasn't it?
1: Fall and our kids and our lives are just a little too crazy.
0: Yeah, we're due for a cruise. Due for a cruise. I'm counting down the days. To the next one.
1: How many days you got?
0: I don't know. I'm not that good at counting. Math is not my strong suit, as we may learn today. I don't know. I don't know. People know that about me. I can't spell. I can't math. It's a thing. So, But we were busy with coaching speech and cross country and all the things this week. So looking forward to recording talking some cruising today, Michelle.
1: We're excited to answer listener questions today.
0: Yes, that's right. She didn't force that answer at all or anything while looking at me smiling weird. So, yes, we're doing listener questions. Your questions going to be answered today. But first, Apple Podcast review. Leave us a five-star review. We will read it on air. Uh, leave us a four-star review. We don't read it on air. So leave the five stars so we read it, okay? Right? Right, Michelle?
1: Yeah, and he gets a little less mad at me, so.
0: Less mad? I'm not <laughs> mad at you. What are you talking about? Jeez. Oh, what is nothing? Okay. All right title of this one is five stars is It enough stars by aj parker all right love this podcast you can find stats and facts anywhere but it's the experience-based insight that doug and michelle provide that makes this a must listen to podcast they call it like it is their suggestions are super helpful and they're just a joy to listen to a big thank you to doug and michelle for putting in the hard work each week to make this resource available
1: that's awesome. Thank you very much.
0: Yes. Yes. And it is hard work, right? Every week.
1: Working with Doug? Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. That's cool. Fully... I can talk
1: about cruising all the time, but yeah. But yeah. Working with Doug.
0: My goodness. All right. Well, speaking of working with me, I force her to do a word of the day. This is some people's favorite part of the show, Michelle. So today's word of the day, once again, two words, as she would point out to me if I don't point it out myself, is bulbous bow. So bulbous bow.
1: It's the protruding bulb at the bow of the ship just below the waterline. The bulb modifies the way the water flows around the hole, reducing drag and thus increasing speed, range, fuel efficiency, and stability.
0: All right. So it's the weird nose thing on the front of the ship that's just right at the water line that you kind of see and then you go like what is that for it's like doesn't look aerodynamic does it looks like it would slow it down correct yeah but it doesn't it makes it faster because of the way it creates the waves around it something like that there's a lot of physics involved
1: and i'm not the science person that'd be you
0: Yeah, so it's the little thing under the front of the water, bulbous bow. Now, if you need to, like, quiz people you're cruising with, you can point at it and be like, "Hey, do you know what that's called? Bulbous bow. That's what it's called. Now you know. And you can be super cool by saying that out loud. Right, Michelle? Super cool?
1: Super cool like Doug.
0: Hey, now. All right. You
1: walked right into that one. I
0: did. All right, let's move on. From the word of the day to the news, brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. Please go check out BackToTheMouse.com for all your favorite stateroom pictures, menu pictures, trip reports, fantastic blog. We like to thank Joe and Nancy for putting out such great stuff. Um, Good people, too. Okay, we'll move on to the news. Here we go. First news item. There was a lot of news, most of it little and piddly, so we picked out what we liked. Name change for royal lounges. So this, this ruffled some feathers. It's It turns out it's easy to ruffle feathers in cruising, isn't it, Michelle?
1: Especially with, like, loyalty members.
0: Yeah, so Royal Caribbean renamed Signature Loyalty Venue across the fleet. The Diamond Lounge will now be called the Crown Lounge in homage to the cruise line's logo and decades of history. That's literally it. That's the news. They changed the name of it. Um doesn't change anything else
1: so diamond and above can go in there
0: I, whoever could go in it before could go on it before or again still same same people different name right. but the people that are diamond are like offended i don't know i've read i read comments i shouldn't have read the comments
1: so pinnacle now feels like they are now included though because their name doesn't like diamond is you know diamond diamond plus pinnacle I, yeah, uh, Pinnacle feels more included. This I don't know. That's my thought. That's it? <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. All right. So there you go. That's the first news item. So let's move on to the second news item. Long time coming. Private island destination for Carnival. They open the itineraries that will visit Celebration Key in 2025 and 2026. This project has been put on hold twice so it's taken a while it is in development in grand bahama island and it looks pretty amazing lots of great things that carnival will offer there 2025 july of 2025 uh, it's a ways out isn't it
1: not really i mean it's only like a year and a half i mean you usually book your cruise about an out, a year out ish or more okay. so no not really
0: all right good point so Um, Grand Bahamas, I'm sure there's going to be lots of ships visiting. Um, It looks fantastic. Looks like it has all the things you'd expect for a private island destination. Pools, beaches, cabanas, restaurants, pier. It it looks looks pretty awesome. But it got delayed significantly because of Hurricane Dorian. And then it got delayed again because of COVID. So it, it got hit hard with that one hurricane and that really set it back so carnival getting on the ball there all right and then last week we might have mentioned something about the age of the solarium right michelle
1: yeah as of last week it was 16 and up
0: and literally the day after we published our podcast royal caribbean announces increased age limits for adults only area the day after we talk about adult only areas
1: It seems like Rope Drop Radio is coming over to Rope Drop on Deck because this is what happens for you guys. Right. This is not happening here. Yeah. It's going to be a one-off thing.
0: Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, now it went from 16 to 18 in the adult-only area, which is basically the solarium. Um, And then to point out, though, in China, there is no change because there is no age restrictions on those areas they are selected areas because of suites or loyalty status in China so just to clarify in case you're in China sailing um but yeah 16 to 18 I mean this is ahead of our cruise where two of our three kids could have gone in there
1: yeah now only one
0: yeah so we can't get away from our children as easily now that's the way I see it Although now more easily, but we still have one that can tag along no matter where we get. All right, that does it for the news. On to listener questions, Michelle. Are you ready for some listener questions? Let's go. So these are coming from our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Threads accounts. So if you're looking to follow us online, we're at ropedropondeck
1: on all the things. And if your settings are private, um, we can't see your question
0: right because if we don't follow you we can't see your question so if we don't answer your question
1: we're sorry but we didn't see it
0: right so there's
1: one at least one on instagram we cannot see
0: i think you could message it to us and we might i might see it because i'd have to check the like hidden request things but i'm not that smart so let's start it out with it's sean connor this is on instagram if you had to spend a 100 consecutive days on a cruise ship at sea with no port days, which ship would you pick?
1: Well, I mean there's no specification like it's already built, right? So right? I think I would pick icon of the Seas because like it's gonna be the biggest again, mm-hmm. and um, there's just so much to do.
0: Yeah, you stole my answer. Sorry. It's like a
1: floating city at sea,
0: like for real. I 100% say Icon because it's going to have the most stuff to offer, the most space. Um, Now, 100 days in a row, I could see where like a really small ship might be good because then the, I don't know. No, I'm going to go Icon. I can't even talk myself into another option. So, all right. The next one kind of plays into that. Where you kind of mentioned not not already built as an idea. All right. Sean's on readings. Season's readings.
1: Oh, boy. Reading
0: usernames. Doug fails. All right. If you could design your own ship, what would it be like? First off, I feel like we could do a whole show about this. But let's just do a quick little thing, and then we'll get a whole show. Or are you doing a whole show worth? Are you giving me a look? They can't see the look.
1: Well, we talked about this and you being at a whole show, so...
0: So what do you want to say? Save it for a whole show or give a teaser?
1: I would have a running track.
0: That would be a... That's my I mean, teaser. Your teaser's a running track? Yep. Um, I would say Lazy River. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't use it. Um, I like the running track idea. I really... I would make sure it has the ice rink. I like that. I think that's a great... Uh, entertainment option. But whole show coming in the future, how would you build your ship? So thank you, Seasons Readings, for that. All right, let's bounce over to the Facebook um, and answer our questions here. All right, this is from Linda Evie. If you could keep one ship sailing out of San Diego, which ship would you pick? I'm going to assume they're implying DCL on this. Because there are ships sailing out of San Diego. Yeah. What would you put in San Diego? Say this is once the treasure's online, too. Let's move it down the road. Because you got to build itineraries out of ways.
1: I think I'd put the Dream over there because it hasn't ever been over there. Yeah. Like, if I could put any ship. Like, if I'm doing DCL, I think I'd do the Dream. Because I'm not really ready to give up the fantasy. The fantasy has too many more, like the fantasy and the treasure, they have too much, too many options in the Caribbean. Um, There's just not, in my opinion, enough to do. I know there's a lot to do, obviously, because you could go to Hawaii, you could go to Alaska. Uh Out
0: of San Diego, yeah. yeah. You could go back and forth to Hawaii the whole time.
1: Yeah. But I feel like, I mean, those cruises are very long. You
0: could also go San Diego to Vancouver back a couple times a year, too. You could. There's uh, options. You don't yeah. have to just keep going to
1: no, Baja, but it's still Mexico. Still not as many as the. Oh no, it's Caribbean
0: nothing islands. like the Caribbean. Nothing like the Caribbean.
1: So I would say the dream.
0: I was gonna say dream or fantasy because they're fairly interchangeable to me.
1: And I mean, the only ones that have been over there so far have been the magic and the wonder.
0: When was the magic?
1: Oh, it was never mind.
0: The wonder and the wonder. We were
1: thinking the magic was going.
0: But it went. It's still just in the Caribbean. It's like Galveston, New Orleans. And it's
1: the Wonder for 2024 again Mm -hmm. in Alaska. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So I would think the dream or fantasy heads over there and you could leave the Wonder in Asia. However, there's going to be an Asia-based ship too Mm -hmm. to complicate things. Um, The Wonder just floated out of its dry dock. So they're clearly not sending it to the scrap heap anytime soon either. So I think you put a dream or fantasy ship out of... San Diego, but you got to mix in, uh, wintertime Hawaii sailings where you hit Mexico, you hit Ensenada, then you zip over to Hawaii and back. Um, you know, it'd be a long, a long sailing though. So there you go. All right, Michelle, next question from Beth Gentry. What is your favorite cruise that you've taken?
1: Um, I'm going to say the Greek Isles cruise. It could be because it was nine nights that helps um but then just being able to see so many different places all in one cruise like i enjoy port heavy cruises it was port heavy yeah it was exhausting but like being able to say that we were able to do all that you know just in one trip it's pretty crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm gonna say the greek isle cruise on the disney magic magic
0: yes on the magic um that was a good one. I really liked our first European one uh, as it was well. Too short. It was too short, so that's why. I, and then uh, Bermuda was also only five nights, but it, that's a
1: good amount for Bermuda. Uh, actually, to
0: get it longer, you'd have to go all the way down to Port Canaveral or, or spent the Bahamas.
1: Three nights and right, that of, would be a yeah. lot of Bermuda.
0: Um, so I'm gonna go with our first, well, and only eastern caribbean i think the kids were just at an age where they still wanted to do everything with us and i like it because of that our kids still liked us you would turn back the clock
1: and and yeah Mm -hmm. i I know we're just talking about our favorite one we're not talking about yeah we're talking about our favorite
0: and i think it has to do with the kids at that age they were all fun ages all capable of doing things now we couldn't do all the excursions yet claire was too young for us to do all the excursions, but um, we're making up for that now by doing more exciting excursions. So um, I think that was my favorite cruise. Um, But I really like Bermuda. I really liked Alaska. And of course, the Med out of Barcelona was fantastic. All right, let's move on to Twitter where we have lots and lots of questions on Twitter. All right, first up, Michelle. If a sh- oh, this is from the Kraus Mouse Adventures. Go check out their YouTube channel on Kraus Mouse Adventures. If a ship is flagged in the Bahamas, but DCL is headquartered in Florida, which country governs the employee's rules and taxes? Well, no,
1: I don't think we need to answer this one because they are. I mean, DCL Duo already DCL answered Duo
0: it. answered it on Twitter for us, but not everybody's on Twitter, Michelle. So the the short and simple answer is it's the bahamas if it's flagged there that's where you're you're governed so a ship can't be flagged in the u.s unless it is made in the u.s and crewed by americans because of a good old jones act way back when uh so the only ships that will be flagged in the u.s are actually ones that are like river cruises and then you see the one over in Hawaii, the Pride of America, which the U.S. government basically paid to build because there are no shipyards in the U.S. that can build the cruise ships. There's just none that are big enough. Um, Well, other than the military shipyards, but you're you're building aircraft carriers, not cruise ships. So, people dog on the cruise industry for not being flagged in America, but they really can't be. Like, it's just not, the way the laws are set up, it can't happen so now we don't have the infrastructure to make it happen either know, uh, does that make sense yep. i went on a tangent
1: yep
0: all right moving down the list this is from back to the mouse what's your favorite ship and why is it the disney fantasy
1: well it is the disney fantasy so
0: <laughs> well i mean we just spent a few days with joe and nancy so they know right yeah yeah, I, I like to mix the magic in there, though. I still like the magic, but there's some bottlenecks that I absolutely hate that they fixed on the Dream Class ship. So, yeah, the fantasy. Jode knows. It, why is it the fantasy, though? You didn't well, answer the question. Um, It's magical.
1: I mean, I like... I like... Um,
0: She's at a loss for words. I films. know, I know.
1: I like how the adult-only area is dedicated to, like, it's like you know... It's literally... I mean, yes, can kids walk through? Yes. But it's literally, you know, your own space. Um, I like the... I it's mean, like contained, I think, is right, the word. Right, Um I like the Walt Disney Theater and how it's set up better than oh, The Wish. Oh, yeah. Um, this,
0: the upper deck is way... The balcony is yeah, way better.
1: We love watching shows in the balcony. I like the restaurant. I mean, I just like... I like the colors. I like Minnie in her peacock dress. We've done this with Wes. Like we, we yeah, talked about this we part. Did. But so I mean, those are my my highlights. I guess mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. all good things. I like the fact that as miniature golf, I that's one knock like on the the wish. It doesn't have miniature golf.
1: Why, why?
0: Because they gave it all the concierge and pools. Yeah, there's like 17 little pools. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what's happening on the pool deck. Okay, moving on. Sarah Tolch who's also been a guest on the show here. How many pool deck ice cream cones is too many?
1: Probably like when you throw up or something. I mean, I don't think we've ever reached that number. I don't
0: think that applies to me, <laughs> but um, I was just gonna say the limit does not exist.
1: Right, but it's I mean, like, it might if you literally throw up. So I mean,
0: that mean, I mean, I feel
1: like we haven't gotten there yet. We can, no. you know, we can experiment.
0: Well, I mean, if <laughs> I need to in the name of science. <laughs> um i was use the mean girl meme and say the limit doesn't exist right isn't that what the memes from okay double
1: dougal tested out in december yeah and i'm gonna stay in the other room then Wes,
0: (laughs) Wes will help me all right also from back to the mouse what are the medical facilities like on the ship can they handle large issues as well as small issues how do they bill you do you want me to answer this one, or do you want
1: um, to? You're more sickly, and you're more. Thank um, you. You're more likely to have an incident on board, so I just probably I jinxed myself. I'm gonna Jeez. knock on some wood there.
0: You're not wrong though. All right, so um, there is a doctor and a nurse on the ship. They're on call 24 hours. They do have set hours, but if it's an emergency, they will open up for you. Can they handle large issues? Uh, think a little bit better than like an ambulance. They're not going to like continue to treat you if it's real big. They're going to either airlift you or cruise on back to a port to get you back to an actual hospital. Um, Small issues. I was researching for this question. I found several blogs where people got hurt. Um, One on the Disney fantasy somebody fell while playing miniature golf. Once again, maybe that's why it's not on the list, actually. And they broke their wrist. They were able to get x rays on the ship and a soft cast and wrapped on the ship and some painkillers so they can continue the rest of their cruise and then when they got back to land they were all taken care of got the regular cast um how do they bill you this is the fun part it's in international waters you're out at sea it gets put on your stateroom account and you have to pay it
1: so that's super fun yeah
0: so be ready for that um then, if you have travel insurance, once you're off the ship, you submit the claim. I read several different reports, blogs, stuff like that, where they got reimbursed for everything after the fact. But you got to be able to cover that. Hopefully, you got room on the credit card, kids. Um, but like the back to the example of the broken wrist, her bill was $400. So, I mean. Maybe it's because the doctor was not from America, too. I don't know. It it was definitely it's four hundred dollar bill was not coming from the emergency room. I can tell you that. So um, that's at least good to know. Medicare does that work on the cruise ship? The short answer is no. It does not um, unless you are in a U.S. port and you go to the medical facility in the U.S. port. But at that point, if you're needing a medical facility, you should probably just get off the ship and go to a real medical facility. So, did I answer that question, Michelle?
1: I think good enough. Okay.
0: There you go. All right. Um, All right. From Derek Sassman, or at DizDerek on Twitter, the other half of Rope Drop Radio. Will there ever be a group cruise for your fans? This would be a great time to announce a group cruise, wouldn't it, Michelle? (laughs) We don't have an announcement, sorry.
1: Maybe in a few years.
0: Yeah, like, well, I tried to talk Michelle into a Utopia of the Seas group cruise, but she's, I listen, would, just listen to her.
1: I would love to, but I with our kids' activities, during COVID, we missed so much. And so I vowed that I would, you know, take, take the time to enjoy the high school years. And we've still got four more years of high school, so.
0: Yeah, like, Sam lost a whole marching band season to COVID. We lost concerts. We lost uh, whole soccer seasons, whole track seasons. So we don't want to lose any more of that. So someday, definitely, because when our kids aren't cruising with us, we're going to need people to cruise with us. Just so give us some time. I bet we squeak one in there before oh, yeah I, done it with won't, high school. It won't be
1: four years. It's just that our kids do some different activities that don't play nice together, and so they literally take up the whole year. Yeah, And so... Yeah, it'll, yeah. Yeah. And then right when Doug wanted to schedule the Utopia cruise could be when the treasure previews are maybe. Yeah. So I'm, you know, still holding my breath on that. But
0: I don't think you should. You're going to pass out holding I, your breath, huh? I
1: agree. But, you know, you always hate. I mean, I'd hate to.
0: Have a group yeah. cruise scheduled for the Utopia. And yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. All right. From our friend up north in North Dakota. CT switch. Or switch? Switch swatch. I don't know how to say your last name, man. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at names. What are the top five things you pack for a cruise that most people wouldn't think to pack? Didn't we do a packing show at one point?
1: We did. A uh, whole episode. Yeah. yeah. And so, we gave our top things. So
0: go listen to all the episodes. Just download them all <laughs> and you'll find it. Okay, enough of that. What what are a couple things, Michelle? I I pack my patience.
1: Oh, my gosh. What?
0: Do I actually pack no. my... I probably forget my patience, but I would recommend packing your patients.
1: No. I I say a laundry hamper. A yes. foldable collapsible laundry, laundry hamper. Laundry
0: hamper. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: we give a lot more in that episode.
0: We do. I um, talked about packing lots of different links of cords uh, for charging and a European converter for plugs. That's my big one is... Every cruise line's got a little Europe, a little U.S., so you can take advantage. So, like, on the Disney Wish, one side of the bed, right? Is it the Wish or the Fantasy? No, the Fantasy head. Yeah. One side of the bed is a European plug. So,
1: is it the Wish? That was the Wish. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, take your
0: converter. You go on Amazon, buy yourself a European uh, converter. They're super cheap. Boom. You get it all taken care of. So, there you go. All right. All right from Mr. Christopher once again. I don't know how to say your last name. I chat with you all the time on the other things. Conacy? I don't know. The pharmacist, he's a DCL Cruising Dad at DCL who Cruising. He
1: just made dad. it to the last round yeah, of Yeah, the maybe he'll be a Plan Disney Plan Disney for
0: formerly Mom's panel. Yeah, for all right. Yes. At what age is it worth it to get two rooms instead of one? My kids are 8 and 13 now. And we are a party four. Michelle?
1: Party of four.
0: Yeah, party of four.
1: You said party four.
0: Party of four. I mumble.
1: I, I mean, this is going to be personal for your family, like to your exact family. Once, we just didn't have enough bathroom space anymore. I think that was the big kicker. Because our as the kids, you know, take more showers. I mean, when they were little, did they shower every day? No. Nope. Oh, the
0: pool kind of counted. <laughs>
1: not, not our children. Um, so... I mean, once they needed more bathroom time, more time to get ready in the morning, I and they're just larger humans. They're bigger humans.
0: <laughs> they take up more space. Yeah. And Alden brings this whole suitcase of running shoes, so he needs a whole space yeah, for that. Yeah, we
1: didn't do it until Europe of 2019.
0: 2019.
1: So our kids would have been...
0: Younger than now.
1: Yeah. They would have been 10, Four 12, years. and 14. There you go. Ish. Right around in there. Yeah.
0: And, and as a party of five, it made the decision to do that a little easier. I think it's something you could always look at um, if you want to justify getting two rooms. Get two insides, right? And
1: that's what we did. That, that's that. the gateway that to this. Space. And then once
0: you do the two insides on our cruise, you're like stuck. You're going to do it forever. Just heads up. When you, We had one room on The Wish. I think the kids were. Oh, no, we did have two rooms on the Wish, didn't we? No, we had one room on the Wish. It made for a very long three nights.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We were fine, though. We survived.
1: No, uh, we had two rooms on the Wish because. What
0: did we have one room on recently, then? It's a mystery. It is. We only had one room on something. It wasn't we had Thanksgiving, two... was it?
1: That was the Wish. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one room. But we had two rooms because it one was one print on the one was sleeping Beauty oh you're right we was... did have
0: two rooms yeah we can't even remember our own cruises now no we're oh dear i
1: think we were gonna have one room oh, we we're gonna have you... one balcony but then we switched to two ocean view rooms
0: ah instead of one balcony yeah. yes that is we it just panicked at the last second
1: and did it at final payment when
0: she says we she means her so because i can't change anything she changes things, but yeah, that's how much we've enjoyed having two rooms. That
1: the only times we've had one room recently have been you and I. And if that's we <laughs> if might that's, need to go. Yeah, before, right. I don't know. All
0: right, all right. More questions from now. We're on a different platform getting questions from Kraus Mouse Adventures. Check them out on YouTube. All right, who got whom into Disney?
1: I mean, we could say who who went first. I I went to Disneyland first, I'm pretty sure. When was your first trip? Kindergarten? Yeah, I went in preschool. Bam. Yeah. To Disneyland.
0: I went to Epcot in the early 80s, so... Well, so did I. Not that early of 80s. I don't... You weren't even born until into the 80s.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You weren't either.
0: It was the 80s. Anywho, we both grew up going... um, I, I went, mean, we honeymooned there. Yeah, and...
1: I went more frequently growing up. Yeah, but...
0: I stayed on property more frequently.
1: Yep. Uh
0: huh. So yeah. we went differently. I went to the parks more when we went. I think I went on ten times the number of attractions you went on.
1: Yes, we didn't get to the parks until like eleven a.m. Usually, if even that. So I would say that's kind of why we rope drop things now is because
0: I grew up watching them literally drop a rope and yeah. us. I remember when they opened spa- uh, Splash Mountain. I remember having to hold the rope, and they walked us little ways, and then finally, like people just started running, and the rope got all. It was a, that's why we there's never, no rope. I never
1: got to see that because yeah. we'd go to the park and have to eat lunch and then stand we, in line. Your in the first heat stop of the is
0: lunch in June. Yeah, not yeah, a great plan. But
1: we got into cruising Disney on our, together. Yeah, for our tenth anniversary.
0: That was more Michelle. I really wanted to, but I didn't think I could. Um, and then she said, "Either we're going, or you're." going sit at home alone and so it's not quite how you said it but i had to figure out the patch situation i got to
1: figure it out all
0: right what's your bucket list cruise
1: i mean there's lots right, right? I, I think don't... this
0: changes every time we answer i it. know
1: because like some like i would say like iceland and northern europe but we're looking at that for possibly right it doesn't summer. feel like a
0: bucket list should be something i'm even looking at like, it should be so far out. I think Galapagos is on my bucket for sure. I know that's nowhere on yours. You might need
1: a partner for that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Joe will go with me or Wes or Derek. One of the, there's
1: I'm glad of you. you have options. Thanks, Alex. guys.
0: Maybe Alex will go with me. <laughs>
1: Alex is not going to go on a cruise with you and spend in the same room with you. Who said
0: we're having the same room? Oh, no. there's no way we could afford two rooms <laughs> on no. a Galapagos. Not Australia? You always wanted to go to Australia back when we were younger. I
1: did, but I don't want to fly there.
0: And she also doesn't like spiders or snakes, so I don't know what she would do there. Right. All right, moving on. This one's for you, Michelle. How did you get into the travel industry? Also from Cross Mouse Adventures.
1: Well, we had taken our kids to Disney a lot, and obviously I said I would grew up going to Disney almost every year. I was planning all my friends' trips anyway, Um and, you were. and so I thought it I might as well try to get paid for it, right? And then I don't know, it just kinda of took off from there. Yeah. So I've had lots of lots of lots of people I don't want to say friends and family. I wanna <laughs> say Yeah. I wanna say I've had lots of people trust me with their travel. They've heard that I do it and they refer other people to me. And uh well,
0: on saying the friends part, I think you've had some clients that have turned into friends.
1: Yeah, but not that's not where it started. No. So,
0: I think there's a lot of people that know us locally that have asked you like, "What, what happens when you run out of people here to book for Disney World?" Right. And it's like hilarious.
1: Right, and I have lots of people ask me like, how they can become a travel agent, and I'm not, I'm not very. I'm not welcoming. Encouraging? Yeah. I'm not encouraging because it's a hard industry to make it in. And I feel like I don't like to set anyone up for failure. I've only told in my, you know, I've been a travel agent for over 10 years. I've only told two people that, you know, they would be a hundred percent good at it. And both of them are successful. So I feel like I'm kind yeah. of, I feel like I'm right on with that. So if I've ever discouraged you from trying, it's only because I'm trying to be as realistic as I can be. and. I hate to set people up for failure. So
0: it took a long time for it to
1: Yeah, it's not a like you don't make profitable. money for quite a while. So
0: Yeah. Like we mentioned uh where Carnival's booking their cruises for their new private destination, right?
1: And Doug's like, it's a long ways out and I'm thinking, no, that's actually fairly Right.
0: And yeah. But if you book somebody for that now, you're not gonna get paid till mid to late twenty twenty five. Right. So you do the work now in twenty twenty three, get paid in August of twenty twenty five. Yeah. That's why there's people that quit before they ever get their paycheck.
1: Yeah. But I'm very thankful I got involved in it because and obviously stuck with it. Yeah, and stuck with it and worked hard and got through COVID. Um, that was the worst that was the challenging, very challenging you
0: and you started with a agency that failed to pay you. And yeah. And you survived that. You moved on from that and
1: Yeah, so not all, I mean, not all agencies are the same, and it's a...
0: There's a lot of shady things out there, and they take advantage of agents, and I
1: think you
0: you survived that.
1: Yeah, I survived that first agency, and I'm very thankful about all the the other, like, the friends that I've made, too, Mm -hmm. in the travel industry. Not only, like, I mean, this is technically in the travel industry. Yes. But, like, also my coworkers and colleagues, so...
0: Yeah, you have some great ones. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Ricardo. All right, Ricardo, coming to us from South America. What's the ideal cruise length for families with toddlers, schoolers, and teenagers? So I think the ideal cruise length here, Michelle, is the same. Thoughts?
1: I mean, it depends if your kids can get out of, you know, can you can you um, take the... Can your kids afford to be out of school? So, do they need to be in school learning? Some kids really need to be in school learning. Um,
0: yeah, that's true. It's hard for some I, to miss school.
1: Yeah, and I feel like I really didn't understand that until our third child. So, <laughs> and then, and I'm talking we about were, middle school. We
0: were fortunate, and uh,
1: and all our kids got older. We really didn't take them out. Like no, once we, Sam hit middle school, we did take a couple trips, but no, she would have
0: been fine missing school. But we felt worse about missing middle school compared to third grade
1: yeah so we then we started to, go to t- peak things but i would say i mean it all depends on what you want out of it and you know if you have toddlers and you can just cruise at any time i would say don't cruise when school's out because right it's going to be cheaper, and it's going to be less crowded.
0: Right. If you have toddlers, you can do the hundred days in a row cruise we talked about earlier. Well, they don't I have any commitments. Don't
1: know if I want to be stuck with my toddlers on a ship for a hundred days.
0: Well, you're saying you're not stuck with your toddlers at home?
1: I would no. say I would say once your kids can go to the not not be in the nursery, but be in the actual kids clubs, um, it, it really doesn't matter. That's what I would say.
0: Okay. All right, Ricardo. What's the best add-ons for your cruise? So I'm guessing like drink package, internet, that sort of stuff. What do you like to add on?
1: Well, kind of depends on what cruise line, but I would say definitely internet. Um, I mean, some people like to disconnect, but I just need to be connected, yeah. even if I'm not trying to work.
0: I like the internet. I'm going to add the internet 10 out of 10 times. Yeah.
1: If there is a drink package, it's going to depend on the cost. If it's free or included in, with just, you know, packing the taxes yeah, on the gratuities, I would include it. Um, yeah, I would need good. my soda. So like Norwegian, I would add it on, right? Um, Doug does add soda no matter what, except for Disney because it's addiction. included.
0: I have an addiction. Yeah, yeah that's why I'll we sell Disney, guys. That's part of it. I can get all the Coke Zero my body can handle.
1: Other add-ons. Um, a cabana. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a heck of an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, next question. When is it better to book an excursion from the cruise line and win from a third party?
1: There's several reasons here. So one, I would say if the cruise line is sold out, so sometimes only like the top loyalty members can book it and mm-hmm. it sells out if it's a very popular excursion. Um, I would say like that's like a – Atlantis back in the day, it's not really doing that anymore as much, but back in the day, Atlantis used to be like that. Um, So if it's sold out for the cruise line, you could buy it or, you know, purchase it through a third party. That's one way. Um, Another way is if, one, it's um, less expensive possibly. Yeah, typically. um, And and you could get like a private guide for the same price as you would pay for the cruise line, Um, you know, if you'd book it outside of that. So there's another one. And then uh, my third reason would be if the age – limit is different for Disney Cruise Line or the Cruise Line Royal, you're looking or, at yeah. versus the private guide. So that this happens at not private guide, but like an outside third party um, supplier. This actually happens a lot. Like Disney Cruise Lines is very high age to do some things and and while yes they have a good feeling of what age it should be I don't yeah. yeah.
0: They I I don't know why they changed it so much, but I, I would think do the the third party When more culture is involved, like when you're wanting to immerse yourself in the culture a little bit more, like if you're going snorkeling, it's not quite as critical as if you're going to be going to the Vatican. Um, I think on those more cultural-invested sort of things, it pays off more. Also, um, if you're worried about safety, I I don't think it's really an issue with third-party or through the cruise line, but I know a lot of people feel more comfortable with the cruise line excursions if they're in a country that maybe isn't as safe as you know america or europe and that sort of stuff so
1: so most countries that way then
0: i guess i i I think a lot of people feel that way in mexico or jamaica that uh booking with disney or royal has an extra level of security
1: and I would also say do your research. You know, don't just pick anything on Viator that you think right. might uh, might look like, good.
0: Might look good on Viator, but then go find the company's actual website and book direct, too. Like, if you can find them on Viator or something else, go to their actual website. Uh, see if they show up in multiple places. At least i that's what I've done for our private tours. I know. I've also looked at Rick Steve. I've gotten input from non-internet sources. These things called books. She rolled her eyes. Okay, I've succeeded. All right, this one's from Matt. Tips for cruising with toddlers. Do we need an umbrella stroller?
1: Yeah, Matt is cruising next month. Yeah, November already. Um, I mean, it. I think it depends on how much your toddler's used to walking or how much you want to carry them. Um, Our toddlers
0: were heavy. I didn't carry them anywhere. They're like carrying rocks.
1: Umbrella strollers are handy on a cruise ship because... They fold away. They're very compact. So go like, right under the bed. Yeah. So they're not going to, and they're also not going to take up a lot of space at dinner. But like, you know, if your toddler may fall asleep um, at dinner and they would sleep in an umbrella stroller. I mean, that's we'll pretty, them right out. pretty comfortable. I had some, I had a toddler fall asleep on me at, at dinner and it was Every un- meal
0: on that one cruise. Uncomfortable. It was fun for the rest of us. Um,
1: but I mean, cruise ships are large, so.
0: An umbrella stroller is not bad, but a bigger stroller, it's Awkward in dining. Yeah, I mean, things. umbrella
1: would be the only one that I would do.
0: Yeah. Um, Any other toddler tips?
1: I would schedule. I mean, get the nursery time scheduled that you want. Like, if you definitely want to have something with your, you know, your wife or your, your dad or your parents, you know, Some adults adult only. Yeah, I would say, you know, get that time scheduled. Um, if you're on the ship, you know, and there's normally a nap time, you know take advantage of that for yourself and also take a nap time. Heck, yeah. I, adult naps on cruises are great. <laughs> so best. if you can take advantage of a, you know. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. You know? Toddlers, I'm going to pack my patience again. <laughs> I'm really bad at packing I... it, though. I often forget it. All right. Let's move on. This one's from all squiggly line Troy. All right. What are the benefits/slash drawbacks of paying in full early? This is all you, Michelle. Right. Uh, do you want the non-travel agent answer here? Okay. Um, paying in full early means I have less money sooner. There you go. You can take that how you want it. You have
1: less money longer. Because
0: I know I'm giving them money sooner. I have it less. I, right. I, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay.
1: So paying in full early. The one thing that I can think of would be is if Are we you... Are talking
0: benefits or drawbacks?
1: This is a drawback. Okay. The only thing drawback-wise that I can think of really is that if you have travel insurance included on your cruise, you pay early. That That travel insurance is... I mean, technically this could be a good thing, but it's paid in full, so it's active. Okay? So if you cancel that cruise now... You're not getting that travel insurance back,
0: and this is insurance through the cruise line.
1: Through the cruise line, because yes.
0: the pay in full doesn't matter if you buy third party travel right. insurance, because once you buy it, you've paid for it. Right. Okay. Yes. But lots of people do the line insurance. Yeah, right? cruise line. I
1: mean, there's some benefits to it. I mean, you can you get a future cruise credit back if you don't qualify for a reason why you're canceling. So, I mean, that's a that's a big one. Okay. Um, but that's the biggest drawback that I can think of is that. You know, you could cancel up till final payment, great, but that insurance is not gonna be refundable.
0: Cause it's active.
1: It's active. And it, I mean, this might not be a drawback if you activated your insurance right away. So you you can choose, like say Royal Caribbean, You're, you wanna activate your insurance from the moment you add it to your cruise, you can just pay for it. Like you can tell your travel agent, I wanna pay for the insurance, activate it. That's gonna be non-refundable from that point anyway. So even if okay. you do it from your deposit, But most people do not do that.
0: So what are some benefits? Why would you want to give the cruise line your money early?
1: Because you have it and then you can't spend it.
0: Oh. So you're you're covered. You're done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. That's the benefit.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Next question. Can my sister and I both make placeholder reservations on the cruise or is it only one per stateroom?
1: Technically, it's two per stateroom. So, like, if you're talking about Disney Disney Cruise Line, for example, you can do two per stateroom. Generally, one is the lead guest and the other one is a TBA. Um, You both have to sail on that that same sail sail date, though, for the future. You can't book, like, one for, like, October and one for December based on that. So you
0: can make two. But they have to travel together. two future rooms but on the same ship.
1: Yeah, they don't have to be, like, you know, connecting or anything. But... They would have to travel together at so, the same time.
0: Good news, bad news. You're sailing with your sister again. Yeah. But if you did two rooms on that next cruise, then you book credits. Yeah. Then, then they wouldn't th- have to. Right. You could do four. Well, yeah. Two for each room.
1: You could, or you could just do two separate sail dates. You know. And yeah. Be,
0: yeah. And get away from your family. Yeah. Like. You know. Yeah. All right. Last question, also from Mimi. Did I say Mimi on that last one? I think I forgot. I'm not sure. Okay, anyway, Mimi. Do you think the Disney Adventure will be going to the Asian parks? Michelle?
1: I don't have any kind of, you know, foreshadowing. I can
0: see it going to Hong Kong. I think that might be a stop for it. Because out of Singapore, Hong Kong is a regular port of call type of location. I could see that. You don't have to worry about traffic getting from port to Beijing or, no, Shanghai. Sorry, not Beijing. But um, Hong Kong is a realistic port. Um, Tokyo is further away. So that would be a, a much different type of cruise. But I could see it doing Hong Kong um, very regularly, possibly maybe, sort of.
1: That's That's definite there.
0: I think that's what it's going to do. I I could see it having a stop in Hong Kong. I can't wait to do it. Oh, she nodded. She didn't say no right away. I'm breaking you down on the adventure.
1: I never said no to the adventure. You did
0: too. You've you've said no before. All right. Any other opinions on that, Michelle? Do you think I'm crazy or do you think I'm a little bit right? Or do you need to look at a map?
1: I probably need to look at a map. Probably
0: need but to look. I probably should have looked at a map, too. Probably. But I think Hong Kong because it's logistically better and um, just a little bit better, I don't know, socioeconomic type stuff going on there and transfers and stuff. So there you have it. Listener questions. That's our first ever listener questions. We almost went it a year without doing listener questions, but we didn't. We got close, but not quite.
1: Yeah, so thanks for everybody who submitted questions. Yeah,
0: we had plenty. You know, when you do your first ever listener questions, you get nervous that you're going to get like three questions and they're all from the same person. Yeah. But we have lots of questions. So thank you very much, listeners. We appreciate it. Thank you for everybody that follows us on social media. So if you're wanting to follow us on social media, you can find us at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except TikTok. No TikTok. Nope. And if you want to book a cruise vacation on whatever cruise line you're looking at, you can email Michelle at Michelle, wait, not at Michelle, sorry. (laughs) Just email Michelle at touringplans.com. So thank you everyone for listening. For Michelle, I'm Doug, and this has been another Rope Drop on Deck.